Welcome to Dad's Drive Home, a podcast designed to encourage and equip you to live faithfully as a dad, because your calling is high, your time is short, and your family is priceless. Hey friends, this is Shane. Thanks for listening to Dad's Drive Home and for hearing a little about my wife's and my adoption journey. We have six biological children and three adopted, and we get a lot of questions about adoption. So we thought it might be helpful to share a little about our journey, and this is the fourth episode in the series. So in the summer of 2016, we met Tony and Solange, and if you listen to the first three episodes of the Adoption Journey series, you know that our trip didn't exactly go as planned. We were only able to spend a few hours with the children, and they were largely terrified of us the entire time. Now, the closest Tony would let me get to him before he would begin crying was a a mere fingertip-to-fingertip ET sort of touch, and he was stone-faced the entire time, and let's just say Solange was equally as inviting. Now, my wife, Michelle, did manage to hold her for about 20 minutes, but it was under a significant amount of protest the entire time. So fast forward a year, and we had completed all the necessary steps to finalize the adoption, and the children's visas were being issued by the U.S. Embassy, so we had the all clear to travel and bring our children home. I wish I could say I was full of peace as we made our way back to Africa, but that wasn't exactly the case. Our last trip had been a nightmare, and if I'm being honest, I was preparing myself mentally for this trip to be even worse. Consider this. We would be arriving at our destination late at night, the location where our children were staying, and the next morning the children would wake up to us, only us, as their caretakers had to depart as soon as we arrived. So just us, the same pasty-skinned folk who scared the bejeebers out of them the, the year prior, And then after two and a half presumably trauma-filled days with us strangers, we would force the little tykes to board a giant flying machine and cross an ocean. So let's just say I lack some confidence that those 17 hours on flights would be particularly delightful. Now it didn't help that we knew a number of families that had adopted, and most had pretty horrific stories about their flights home from foreign countries with their newly adopted children. From stomach bugs, to massive diaper blowouts, to full-blown tantrums mid-flight, there were a few legitimate reasons for us to be concerned. So, with plenty of fear, trepidation, and a little bit of comedy, we arrived at our destination late that night in August of 2017. I assumed that one silver lining would be that the children would be asleep when we arrived so we could postpone the inevitable train wreck until morning. We were dropped off at our location and led to our little apartment on the compound housing us. We carried our bags in and quietly chatted with the caretakers a bit, getting an update on how the children had done over the last couple of days. And then it happened. Solange came out of her room. I thought, crap, run, hide, don't let her see us. Maybe if we hold perfectly still, she won't notice we're here. The little girl slowly walked down the small hallway toward the spot where we were standing, with much curiosity yet caution in her eyes. Again, I thought, this is bad. This is very bad. Prepare for the worse. And then she stopped, looked right at me, and stretched her arms up in my direction. 
At that moment, I had two competing thoughts run through my mind. Either one, she was about to cast a spell on me, or two, she wanted me to pick her up and hold her. My parental instinct went with the latter, and before I knew it, my daughter was in my arms, seemingly content to be held by the stranger in front of her. It was actually wonderful in every way. Another beautiful miracle among many in this chaotic and glorious journey of adoption. Incredibly, our connection with Tony the next morning was equally as delightful. Seemingly, no fear, no hesitation, only tons of hugs, tickles, hand-holding, coloring, selfies, and uncontrollable laughter during games of hide-and-seek in the apartment. It was a day that only God could orchestrate. Our hearts were overwhelmed with gratitude toward the one who gives justice to the weak and the fatherless, as Psalm 82.3 says, as well as to the people who had been faithfully interceding on our behalf. After all the waiting and the hurdles and the moments of fear and uncertainty, our children were in our arms, orphans no more. More to come on this story, but until then, thanks for joining us on Dad's Drive Home. Have a great day, friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dad's Drive Home. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas for how we can serve you better, please reach out to us at dadsdrivehome.com.